This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I will ask is, what's next? John Ross Mike first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 Yo, Houston, Texas, it's your boy John Ross Dyke the first. I want to say shout out to my student Alfredo Bazan. This episode is for you. Because I know you'll be listening Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. John Ross Dyke, first, with me. founder of Yo, Still Visionary like and creator of the What's Next podcast. Dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode 124 of the What's Next podcast. A production of Still Visionary Inc. That's W H A T, no apostrophe, S N E X T, exclamation question mark, the What's Next podcast. Um, a production of Still Visionary Inc. Streaming everywhere podcasts are heard and streamed and on YouTube and on my website at stillvisionary.com. My name is John Ross Dyke, the first founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as we close um, in a couple of days, Virgo season, I wanted to um, do an episode, the first episode, well, not the first episode, but the last episode of Virgo season. Um, happened that fall on my birthday weekend. Round of applause for me. Yes, I spent the last week celebrating and walking into a new year of my life. Uh, this is 37, 37 years young, and I'm here to uh, recap my week and uh, um, describe some of the revelations I came into last week. Um, starting off. My birthday was this past Saturday, the 18th, at 5.13 p.m. I turned 37 years old, um, born here in Houston, Texas, Virgo child. First thing I learned is money makes the world go round. So I appreciate everybody who took um, part of their day to wish me happy birthday. All the texts, Facebook posts, IG posts. Um, I really appreciate that. You made a brother feel loved. Um, but, you yeah, um, Virgo season is nearing an end, and it's sad because every time Virgo season comes around in August, I can't wait to have my birthday to be a part of that. And then shortly after my birthday, Virgo season ends, and then after Virgo season ends, September ends, and we walk into the fourth quarter. So, um, listen, I didn't start this podcast off right. This is where I really wanted to start it off. Wow. You know, it's like that. You in a state of mind so real become physical it's like when you run Listen, Houston, Texas. John Ross Dyke the first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Stillvisionary.com slash merch. We'll get into that. This is what people should take. This is 37 on my bottle dollar. Same clothes, two eyes I can't close. Different town, same road. Just how the game goes. I'm not gonna play the, first, the all the song. I'm just gonna go to the hook, and we'll be back right into the episode. Four minutes in, y'all still with me? Subscribe to my podcast. 
I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, fan page, IG, Twitter. I'm on social media. I get everything in tools. I don't remember this girl, but she for me like she has something to prove. I don't know nothing about rules. I don't know around, so fucking confused. I don't see nothing but fool I don't do nothing but you. I'm about a dollar, your honor. It's niggas that die for that dollar. I'm about to holler, your honor. And I'm hopping out of this college. And graduate college with honors. No, no. But I got some partners with doctors. I got some partners in politics. And I'm being I'm about a dollar. I'm about a dollar. I'm about a dollar. I'm shouting, I'm about a dollar. Yeah. I'm about, I'm about a dollar. I'm shouting, I'm about a dollar, a dollar. Y'all know that I'm about a dollar, a dollar. I'm about, I'm about a dollar, a dollar. Yeah, I know, yeah, I'm about a dollar. So, um, I love, love, love that song because it puts me in the mood. And at 37 years old, I walked into this new year thinking, listen, first thing that was on my mind was how am I going to make this dollar? That's all that really matters to me this year. How am I going to make this dollar? And in thinking about that and thinking about the podcast and listening to my man, Michael Agbujan of the St. Michael podcast, one man's attempted business, family and comedy. Everything that I was thinking made sense. It ain't no money. Where are the dollars? It ain't no money in podcasting at this level, because one like we were talking about on the phone yesterday, the 19th, you have to generate, build an audience before anything can happen. You have to generate, build an audience. And when you're doing that, something is pulling from you. It's your attention to your craft. That is podcasting, whatever you profess to do, whatever your podcast is about. Building an audience takes that away. Now I have time to focus on both. So my hesitance to podcast really has come at that. You know, at 37, I was thinking to myself before. I'm not even going to lie. Before this, I even pressed the record button to start this podcast. I was thinking to myself, I don't even know if I really want a podcast because it's it's not generating any income. And I can keep going and going and going and going and going. But where... Well, I start to see the thousands, ten thousands, twenty thousand dollar checks. Something to justify the means. With that in mind, a student of mine came up to me today and said, hey, Mr. Dyke. I subscribe to your podcast. I said, "Okay." He said, I watched it. You dropping tonight, tomorrow? Because if you do, I'll be watching it right then and there. I said, oh, I got a podcast. I have to. I have to get on here for 15, 20 minutes. If that means that that one person that let me know that they're watching the podcast is going to watch and tune in. I have to. So here I am. But what should people take from this episode? John Ross Dyke the first. Hold on. John Ross Dyke the first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, <laughs> dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm about a dollar. With that being said, if you're watching this episode for my birthday, I made a shirt entitled September's Very Own. I'm selling this shirt for every person in their specific months. 
Hit me up, Cash App, John Ross Dyke. And I'll send you your shirt. Also have here, I talked about this in, what was it, what episode it was, but these shorts right here, $40. I'm going to post them on Facebook tomorrow. $40 for the shirt, $40 for the shorts, $17 for the shirt, right? And, um... Yeah, man, that's how I want to start 37 off, hustling, getting back to that dirty, grungy feel of, listen, if I don't grind, I don't eat. So everything I got on me, man, is for sale. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross, I can still underscore visionary. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Spotify. I'm on uh if you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook and visit my website at stillvisionary.com directly to my left hand side is a sample of the shirt that I wear and I sell. This is an exclusive what's next podcast shirt, still visionary ink shirt that I give to every creative that comes on every other color is on sale from my website, stillvisionary.com slash merch. So I had two interesting conversations this past weekend. One was with Michael Aguijan and the other one was with my brother-in-law. And so the conversation with my brother-in-law goes like this. He said, what's next for the podcast? It was a double entendre and I was baffled. I said, I was eating chicken wings at my favorite restaurant, Outback Steakhouse. And he came, he sat down, digged in, put blue cheese on his wings. He said, what's, what's next with the podcast? I was baffled. Why? Because I want so much for people to ask me that question. Hey, what are you? Because it lets me know that they know that I do a podcast, number one. Instead of me coming up and saying, hey, check my check out my podcast. If somebody leaves the conversation off with, hey, you know what? What is up with your podcast? I know that they're paying attention. In some form. I was baffled. Because I didn't know what to say. Any other day I have an answer to that question. And the answer is. I am trying to create a platform to be able to filter in income, residual income from my various creations, whether it be that I'm showcasing a movie that I wrote, acted in, directed in. Whether it is that I'm selling merch that I sell and wear. Or whether it is that it might be some type of patreon donation or whatever it is i'm trying to generate income in this new avenue that i have encountered and it's not even really new i've been doing it for a while now but like i said it's tough to continue to podcast at a high level at a frequency in which i podcast and also build a fan base it's like growing apples growing fruit and trying to harvest the fruit or whatever, however you want to look at it. It's just two different things, right? And the more, this is what I was telling Mike. So hold on. So to go back to the conversation with my brother-in-law, I was thinking, 
you know what? I'm thinking about taking a break. A serious one. Like packing up all the podcasts and stuff and putting it to the side because it's just like, yo, this is not making me any kind of bread. And I spend hours on it marketing. Everything about the podcast has been so draining. And it it goes back to earlier this year. Like I've always said on this podcast for the past few episodes. It's just once you take that break, like Michael said, once you take that break, it is just difficult to get back in. And. I said, hey, I think I might take a break. I really think I might take a break. And so he started talking, talk. We were talking more and more and more. And I said to myself, you're right. I had I couldn't refute anything. You are right. Which led me to Michael's conversation. And I realized the real issue here is that the more you do the podcast and you grow, the more pieces you know you need. Like somebody to edit. Somebody to record. Somebody to unpack the information, not unpack, but somebody to break everything down and build it back up. Your setup. A location. The mobility part of my podcast is a blessing. But at the other at the same time, setting up the podcast today will be longer than I am going to be recording the podcast to drop tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time or today when you're watching this. And. When you think about all the, in accounting, they call it profit and loss, all of the loss for the profit. It's like, is it really worth it? Now, if it was one of those things where I'm pulling up to the, to the podcast and spot and I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to press the record button because everything's set up, then cool. Cool. No problem. But the fact of needing more hands makes the process even more complicated. Needing somebody to manage a schedule, get people, book people and have them locked in. Hey, pull up podcast time. It gets difficult. But I was talking to Michael and I was just like, Yo, you know, this podcasting thing, man, it's just, man, I love it so much, but we both are in the same spot. We want to see some money come out of it. So which one comes first? Is it the money or is it the audience? Right. And, you know, I'm going to go set it, say it. The reason why we connect, because we've always been cool, but we got closer because we're both in the same area in life. And neither one of our closest people are really a big supporter of it. And th- that's no knock to nobody. I just want to just be honest. And I think that's why we connect so much, because we are both in the same position and we're both wanting to kind of elevate in the podcasting space. But the people that we are closest to are either watching other podcasts, not into podcasts, you know, not popular enough for them to tune into our podcast. So it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, it's Michael or it's JR. Oh, well, yeah, they do a podcast. But, yo, have you heard Chad Ochocinco's podcast? Yo, Joey's podcast is this, yo, this. And it's just like, all right, here you go. Okay. All right. So 
You know, um, I feel because of Alfredo, I feel motivated to keep going. I feel motivated to keep going because if not for him, I would have made an excuse to be like, all right, well, I don't know. Right. And so uh, walking into 37, I knew I wanted to do this podcast on Saturday. Saturday came. That was my birthday. I was like, nah, I'm not going to worry about it on my birthday. Sunday, I set up. I was trying to set up and I was like, I don't know. Monday, I was like, uh, I'm Monday here. But before I got to this point, I was like, what is what am I going to talk about in this episode? What do I have to offer? Why are people listening? Right. I know verses happened last Tuesday. Ja and Fat Joe. Right. And um, I tuned into that to try to get some motivation. You know, what I mean, try to see how. It is when you spend your life doing something that you love to do, how people honor you in that. That's why I watch the verses. I love the New York verses because those are guys that put 10, 15, 20 years into the game and we see the fruits of their labor and we tune in and we and we're enjoying it as if we were there. So I watched the verses and I was like, man, this is oh, this is sweet. This is lovely. I love it. Going back and forth, people cheering for him, that type of stuff that kind of like it's just like, man, I want to be there so bad. How do I get there? Um, So from there, the song that's on my mind from there is. um, For Ja, it's a story to tell. That was a song that I heard in Belly when um, Buns came and got sincere and they were talking about plans of expanding and everything and. And and Buns was like, man, you see that stuff on the TV? You see that stuff on the TV? And he was just like, yeah, yeah. What you think we can make off that? Nah, I said. And so story to tell by Ja Rule and for Fat Joe, another round featuring Chris Brown. Yeah, those two records are on my mind. I feel motivated by my boy Alfredo. Bazan, he's in my first period. Ah, this is 37. This is 37. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Yo, in October, I'm going to be in a play. It's entitled Black, Blue, All Lives, Oh My. 
And it reads, a 10-year spoken word veteran and producer in Houston brings together a poetic ensemble to explore where we're divided and where we're all the same. It's going to be a Jones Hall and tickets are available at SpaHouston.org. Come out, rock with your boy. And I'll be posting this all over my Facebook channel, um, all over my Instagram in the month to come. I need to fill seats. And I said that I was going to fill some seats. So y'all come out and check your boy October 15th and October 16th at Jones Hall. So, you know, I told you I took these real estate headshots. Pardon me. And listen, you know, this is what it looks like to have so many thoughts matriculating your mind. You write them down and you want to see how they connect. Right. My wife asked me um, this past weekend, what are your goals for 37? And I said to myself, or I said to her, rather, I want to sell four homes, even though. I want to do commercial real estate. I want to sell four homes, right? And I want to book a national commercial. So that'll be actually what I'm going to say. I'm going to save that for my what's next for me, right? So she said that, and I was thinking to myself, you know, JR, you want to be an actor, but outside of Denzel movies, Will Smith movies, and the things that you like, you don't really watch TV like that. I'm so far behind on shows that happen on TV, right? And I'll and I'll I'll explain in a second. So I said to myself, one of the things that kind of made me want to podcast and call a couple of my actor friends was I watched the 73rd Emmys yesterday, which is the 19th. And I was, you know, first of all, round of applause and shout out to (laughs) Debbie Allen, Houston's own. Um, She was awarded a governor's whatever it was. Um, She was awarded something big, huge, major. And I remember her words were Texas to Afghanistan, she said. And a few a few quotes she said I, I put on Facebook. But other than Debbie Allen. RuPaul won something, which is not necessarily applicable to me, but other than Debbie Allen, there was nobody that represented me, looked like me, winning anything. I start to say to myself, yo, how do we become legendary? While I was watching the show, I said that. But before, I said, you know what? As an actor or somebody who's aspiring to get back into it, I need to watch these shows. And in watching the Emmys, I understood the value of watching the BET Awards or anything award-like that comes on BET, why I have to make it an effort to watch that and be a part of it and it basking and celebrate celebrating black excellence because left up to the 73rd Emmys. What does a young black actor do? What do they pull from that? Everybody winning anything 
at the Emmys was British or Snow White? I'm not Mr. Pro Black. I'm not him. And what Kendrick say? I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been tugging. I've been ducking the overnight activists. I'm not that. I am just aware and awoken that in this field that I'm trying to get in, it is difficult to be acknowledged. It is difficult to be acknowledged. I'm watching the 73rd Emmys in Los Angeles on my phone while I'm working on um, with Zen Ashe and the Zenergy podcast. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, every time a black man is nominated, it's three to four white people nominated as well in that. Well, <laughs> how do you win? Which almost puts a damper on my goal. What do I have to do to break in? What do I have to do to get to the point where I'm acknowledged? Well, first of all, round of applause for everybody who was acknowledged, who, who, who was nominated. That's a big feat in itself. But eventually you get tired of getting nominated, just like you get tired of saying, hey, I, you know what? I want to do this. You, you want an opportunity. How do you break to that point? I was watching the 73rd Emmys and I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, this is not going to make me want to watch this ever again. I will, because as an actor. You kind of want to, you know, I had this notion that when I when I'm music managing, that's a, another topic for another episode. But while it's on my mind. I said to myself, if the goal is to get radio play you need to listen to what's on the radio and so I programmed in my mind that I was going to listen to the radio all day long and the songs that came on I was going to listen to those those respective people's albums to find out why they picked this record to be the single and what the rest of the album sounds like so I immersed myself in that when I watch TV at certain hours of the day I fall asleep. And as an actress, like Asia said, sometimes you don't want to. Um, sometimes you don't want to. Have people's styles rub off on you. And so now when you're acting, you're almost emulating what that person was doing while they weren't seen. I don't know. Maybe that's not everybody. But for me. Maybe I'm sorry. Maybe that's me and not everybody. For me, I tend to want to stay fresh. Because I already, you know, idolized Denzel. So I've watched all his movies. I like how he moves here. I like how he moves there. I saw Blackish nominated. My wife loves Blackish. But um, what was this that won everything? What was this that, um, that won everything? Ted Lasso? Now I understand why every black man wants to do comedy. That's what's winning. 13 nominations. The Crown, 11 nominations. The Crown on Netflix. The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, 11 nominations. Hamilton, 9 nominations. WandaVision, 8 nominations. Mayor of Easttown, 
Seven nominations. Saturday Night Live. Seven nominations. Lovecraft and Country. Shout out and rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, six nominations. The Queen's Gambit, six nominations. I May Destroy You, six nominations. The Flight Attendant, five nominations. Pose, five nominations. Blackish, three nominations. This Is Us, three nominations. The Black Lady Sketch Show. Two nominations. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. (laughs) The Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Two nominations. And he won. Late week. Late. Last week tonight. With John Oliver. Two nominations. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, wow. I don't. I don't see anything that kind of relates to me on this list. Blackish, uh, with the exception of Blackish, right? You know, I had a joke, but I don't think it's too funny, so I won't say it. A lot of these shows. Have English actors in them. It's just no winning. <laughs> it's just no winning. Hold on, let me let me call my man and see if he has a take. Hold on, let me call my man and see if he has a take. Listen, today is September the 20th, uh, 2021, and we have 102 days left in the 2021 year. With it being the 20th, we have 10 days left in the third quarter. Um, I got my actor's headshot. I got my real estate headshot. Um, and I'm about this dollar. So in 102 days, I have a goal in mind to sell a certain amount of clothes and to uh, be the referring agent on a couple of apartment um, leases, right? I'm trying to find my way to that bag. In 37, at 37, man, it's time to stop playing. It's time to stop playing. I got to figure out a way to generate more money, residual income. Yo, so... um. Again, to Alfred um, Bazan, man, I did this episode for you. I appreciate your enthusiasm in class, and I appreciate you, you know, showing me some some love, right? Most importantly, 
the last question I'll ask is what's next? And for me, what is next immediately is, I said it earlier, I want to book a national commercial. So when I want when St. Mary finishes my headshots, it's to simply put it out there, go full throttle, full, and 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 exceed, exhaust rather, exhaust the platforms that I do have that I have representation on for as an actor before I launch out and, and look for management. I want to book a national commercial and I want to close on my first house. I want not close, but I want to um, be the um, buyer's agent or seller's agent on a first listing. That's what I'm looking to do and, and immediately. Yeah. Yo. Houston, Texas, man, I appreciate your patience. Got to get with the scheduling. Um, I do what I do for myself to prove that I could do it for others. Shop still visionary slash merch. This episode is dropping on the 21st. If you're watching it, it's the 21st. Virgo season ends in a couple of days. The third quarter ends in a couple of days. I'm John Ross Dyke the first. Walk with me. John Ross Dyke the first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time.